What's good, football fans? Welcome back to the Fourth and About podcast alongside my good friends, Brady, Bradley, and Jeremy. My name is Josh, and we appreciate you all tuning in. So, this is the last regular season pod, kind of, you know, wrapping up on uh, this season uh, for the regular season. And boys, it has been a roller coaster. How are we doing? Guys, I have obviously people can't see our videos because we're a podcast, but I have my black Vikings long sleeve shirt on and I have my black Vikings mug. (laughs) The season for the Vikings is now done and it's fitting that I wear black today. Um, But yeah, it just kind of a wild season. A couple housekeeping items before we move on the DraftKings we talked about last week. DraftKings said otherwise we aren't doing it. They canceled it because I don't, I'm not totally sure why it got canceled, but it didn't happen. We appreciate the people who did sign up, but it did not happen. Which is, um, is super frustrating because like we talked it up, we tweeted it out, had it already. I felt good about my lineup. I don't can't remember. I know I had Ellen Lazard in my lineup and I felt really good about that's that. Tough. Um, but no, hopefully. I had Amon Ra and Jalen yeah. Waddle. So I had so Jay Jettos. So if for some reason you didn't get your money back, certainly tweet at us. I would we're gonna forward it on Draft Queen, Draft Kings. So go ahead and do <laughs> call that. Them <laughs> call them Draft Queen. That's fine. That's draft fine. Princesses is what they are to me. <laughs> uh, but anyways, on this episode, like Josh said, it's the last week of the regular season. There's no need to recap Week 18, um, and then we're not previewing Week 19 because half the NFL is done now. Um, so we kind of got a, a fun show. We're going to do our first version of NFL notables because there is something notable that happened um, this mm-hmm. morning. We have a 2022 fantasy outlook. Um, we are going to share how we did in our starts of the week uh, for week 18 and then the final count. Um, and then we're going to look at to the 2022, 2023 season um, and give our very, very, very early top five. So let's get started with our NFL notables. Black Sunday came a little bit early for mm-hmm. Vic Fangio. Um, the Denver Broncos head coach was fired this morning, Sunday morning. Um, the roster that they have there is quite excellent. Let's just call it how it is. They need a quarterback um, for their future, um, but a very solid roster. So I guess we're going to start here. Um, name a good fit for the Denver Broncos um, next head coach. For me, it's Nathaniel Hackett. I think that's the actual home run play for them. You go sign Mike Zimmer as your defensive coordinator, having control of very, very talented uh, defense for, for Denver. And also having Nathaniel Hackett, you say, hey, Aaron Rodgers, guess what? We got someone who you know very, very well. Why don't you come play in Denver? It, it makes a ton of sense for Could uh, you a please ton repeat of reasons. who their defensive coordinator was? Mike Zimmer. Do we need to break some NFL notables? <laughs> um, it's very, very likely. You don't take a picture with your son on the 15-yard line. No. You don't sit on the bench staring at the crowd before the game. I think it was – I think the Wolves said, hey, this is your last game. Soak it all in. Yep. Um, I think they're – it's all, all signs pointing that way. But I think certainly as a defensive coordinator, he's got to be the top option for a lot of teams. He's a, he, honestly, his defense wasn't that great this year, but there was a ton of times where they got a sack because of a blitz that he drew up. So he deserves a lot of credit. Yeah, Josh, name a head coach that you think would be good for um, the Denver Broncos. Well, depending on the quarterback that they get, I could see like an Eric Bieniemy. I know his, his market is kind of repressed from where it was. Um, like he, his market was peaked and he wasn't even getting, um, he didn't get a job, which is really interesting. So I'm curious um, what the market will look like for him. But uh, what about your boy, Joe Brady? He ain't getting a job. I'll tell you that much. Hopefully he can get off with the coordinator job. He's not hopefully. even on. Yeah, and OC. Yikes. Maybe he could be in Minnesota's office. Hey. <laughs> this is a season of hope for some teams, right? <laughs> Jeremy, who's a good head coach for the Denver Broncos? Uh, I mean, Nathaniel Hackett would make a lot of sense especially if like you're really going to try to put all the chips in the table and try to get Aaron Rodgers. Like, I feel like that would be the scenario where that would happen. Um, I think another name that I don't know if has been talked about a ton, but maybe like a Brian Callahan could maybe make sense. That's offensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I definitely would assume it would be an offensive minded coach. I don't think they'd go the defensive route again. So, I mean, the enemy would probably be a name out there too. 
here's a guy that I, I think would possibly be a good fit. So you look at Denver's offense. Obviously, the quarterback position is a position of need. So you need to find your quarterback of the future. Um, your running back position is solidified, whether you want to bring back or whether you have Melvin Gordon or not. Javante Williams is that guy. You extend um, Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton. And you have Jerry Judy on uh, his rookie, rookie deal. deal. Yep. You have Noah Fant on his rookie deal, deal as well. Um, so I look at a team that likes to use three wide receiver sets, um, an athletic tight end with a good run game. Um, my first thought is the Los Angeles Rams. So I'd go and get their off- offensive coordinator, Kevin O'Connell. Um, you get to play a lot of three wide receiver sets, um, get those guys in space. Um, just, just a guy that I feel like uh, would benefit from the talent around him. Um, and then another guy that I had was Kellen Moore too, who also plays a lot of three wide receiver sets in Dallas. So Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore is going to be a super popular person to get interviews. And I think he's going to be someone that's going to get his, he's going to be able to pick where he goes in my opinion. I think so too. And <clears throat> We all agree they're going offensive-minded, correct? I just think it's tough because if it didn't work with a defensive-minded head coach, you don't go back to the well again, in my in my opinion. Like, you, you switch it up, you bring new blood in there, a new different perspective, and I think you have to go with an offensive-minded. Unless you have, like, a, I feel like when I always think, like, oh, defensive-minded head coach is, like, it doesn't work out all the time. Um, but then you how you are a young defensive-minded coach like Brandon Staley, where it's just, like, Maybe it does work out. So I, I, I'm not saying that I would go defense, but um, there's definitely probably some options there too. Jim Harbaugh is a name that's sort of resurfaced. Do you think that the Broncos could potentially be an option for him? Or do you think there's another team out there that might be looking for a team that would maybe fit Harbaugh's kind of pedigree or just be a good fit for him? When I think of John, or sorry, not John, Jim, uh, Jim Harbaugh, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders scream for me. That's a team that needs structure and Jim Harbaugh is going to bring it. Um, he's got a quarterback there. He knows what he's going to get. Um, I, I just feel like that's a fit. And I bet um, they would pay him good money too. That's fair. I like it. Okay. Let's move on. We're going to do some 2022 fantasy outlook um, for the rest of this show. Um, we're going to start with some dynasty buy candidates and dynasty sell candidates. Let's talk buy first. Who is a dynasty buy? So this would be year-round leagues, um, rookie drafts, so on and so forth. A dynasty buy. I'm going to just have a pair um, to start. It's going to be the main pass catchers for in Pittsburgh. So Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson. I think having Ben Roethlisberger has really repressed their value. Um, both of them, I think, are incredibly talented. Um, <clears throat> and I think when they get a new quarterback, it's really going to show. And especially Chase Claypool. I think his value isn't very high right now, in my opinion. And I think you could be able to get him for less than what he is worth um, because of the year that he's had. And uh, some of the kind of PR, like with the weird, you know, pointing when he should have been given the football to the center, I think his value is not very high right now. And it's someone that you could target. Well, I think when they get a new quarterback, assuming that Big Ben's not going to be their quarterback next year, they're going to drive the ball down the field. I would assume they're probably going to get a new offensive coordinator as well. Um, so that's where Chase. Yeah, a ton of the weapons there. So there, that offense should should be humming. I agree, Bradley. Who's another dynasty buy? Uh, for me, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is a buy in a super flex league. He's he's so, going to get he's going to get a, a scenario where he's a, a starting quarterback. Not sure the team that really pops off the chart, but they're probably going to trade him and get either an early second round or a first round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. And certainly he's not going to be that valuable in a dynasty trade. And I think it's somebody you could acquire that could really service your second or even third quarterback in a dynasty league. Yeah, I actually like that. I do too. It's a cheap option. That's that, that would probably be gettable. Um, I'm going to go back to the wide receiver route. Just had one of his worst seasons uh, of his career. And that's Amari Cooper, like statistically, just in terms of, you know, the games played and everything like that, but Gallup's going to be gone, um, which is going to be open up uh, even some more targets for him. And he's still only 27 and this offense really isn't changing much. I mean, they're probably going to lose Cal Moore, but in terms of like Dak being there um, and the opportunity there for him, I think Amari Cooper is a good option to try to get. I feel like the general consent, like when you say Amari Cooper is 27, 
it feels like he's a lot older than that. He's been around for a while. So he's I younger feel than Calvin Ridley, isn't he? It's really, uh, really close, if not. Yeah. I think he is younger than Calvin Ridley. Which is I'll, ridiculous. I'll verify but, that. Yeah, but I totally agree. Amari Cooper Amari Cooper I is one hundred percent a buy for me as well. Sorry, I was researching. Um, so Kelvin Ridley is 27 and was born on December 20th. And Amari Cooper. Pretty good chance that Amari Cooper is born before 20, then. 27, born on June 17th. So <laughs> he is younger than Kelvin Ridley. That's crazy. Because um, you think of Calvin Ridley as kind of the new hotness. Wait, 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 wait. One more time. One more time. Let's, let's look at the calendar one more time. Who's, who's younger? younger? Who's younger? So Cooper was born in say? June, right? You said Cooper's, Cooper's younger. younger. He's not younger. Cooper he's born was born in June. June. He's born, born in first. June. He's older. <laughs> <laughs> That's where wow. we're getting at. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I'm like, wait, what? Wait. I know again. <laughs> Woof. Okay. Passage of time. Uh, yeah, geez. <laughs> Moving on. A dynasty buy for me. And I know this guy is young. So um it's Jerry Judy. Uh Denver is looking probably to get a new quarterback. Uh, this is a guy who just didn't have a great season fantasy-wise. Super young, ultra talented. Um, I feel like he still has something to prove. He has definitely left a lot of meat on the bone as far as production-wise. Um, I still think he's ex- extremely talented. Um and probably has something to prove in that wide receiver class. That receiver class was so good, and he just mm-hmm. hasn't produced that much. Um, to, and trust me, I, I know we keep saying Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's going anywhere. But if Aaron Rodgers goes there, like his value just skyrockets. Like, yep. Or a guy like Russell Wilson goes there. Or I feel like even if Jimmy Garoppolo goes there, like his value is still very good. Um, there's so, a, there's a scenario where um, number eight for the Minnesota Vikings is playing in Denver as well. Yep. And his value like the, is so nuts. I like the Jimmy Garoppolo fit because it's kind of, it's a relatively similar, not, I don't know about scheme, but like so many different weapons around you, both the running back, tight end, wide receivers. Like I have written down like all the Denver pass catchers, in my opinion, um, are just going to get a boost in value with whoever goes there. I think there's a, like, obviously there's a scenario where their quarterback position doesn't really improve, or maybe they draft one and they try to play a rookie next year there's some scenario maybe that that or a world where that could happen but i think there's a very high likelihood that they're probably going to have a better situation than they had this year might be minimal but minimal gain but i think it's going to be better and let me be clear you <clears throat> probably want to buy jerry judy before free agency and before absolutely. the draft absolutely uh, it, it's it's the risk so like if if they draft a quarterback i think his value isn't as good as if they traded for someone or if they sign a quarterback in free agency you probably want to a proven commodity um, at the quarterback position, but that's, that's dynasty fantasy where you, you take the risk on that. So would you give a late first in a super flex league for Judy? Mm, probably not early second. You would though. Actually, no, I would do a late first for Jerry. Judy. Yeah. Yeah. Just looking at this wide receiver class. I think he would be worth more than any of the receivers in this class. I like it. Let's get a, uh, another dynasty buy. I got a pair of running backs that are coming off of injuries. That's J.K. Dobbins and Travis Etienne. I think Etienne's a guy that people don't really remember just because he hasn't played a single snap in the NFL. But this is a first-round pick, and this was a, a pick that the the regime there had plans for. And I can I can just about imagine that if – Byron Lefwich, or if if another coach, offensive-minded coach comes in, they're going to find ways to get Travis Etienne the ball. What would you guys give up for J.K. Dobbins next year? Two firsts, an early and a late first for J.K. Dobbins. I would take probably the firsts, but I would I would definitely do it for one first. In, in a, in a non-super flex. So just a one quarterbacks? One quarterback. Uh, that, that means first round picks aren't as valuable. So I'd, I'd, I'd probably take the, the player there in that scenario. I would take Dobbins. I yeah, would think about that as well. Super flex as well. Yeah. So. Picks are so much more valuable in super flex, though. I don't know if I'd do that in super flex. 
Well, they still have value. Why? Why do you think they're not valu- valuable in? Super I said. I said picks are more valuable in superflex. But why? Because because quarterbacks are not as picked as heavily in regular leagues, and then that just pushes all the other position players back in rounds. In my, that's just my opinion. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I don't think that's that hot of a take. I actually. No, I thought I, I didn't. Why? I thought that was a hot take. I think I disagree. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Because like in a superflex league. You know the first three picks are going to be quarterbacks, and someone's going to be licking their chops at who they're going to get with pick four as far as a skill position. Whereas, let's say you're picking 102 and you have – you just need a receiver. He might not get to you. True. Let's true, do true, another true. dynasty buy. Uh, for what it's worth, I like the EPN one a lot. Uh, he was on my list as well. I think he's definitely a forgotten man, and just that along with the injury itself probably drives the price down a little bit. Um, and with – there's so much like – uncertainty there because we haven't seen him play so like that allows you a, a potential window to maybe go get him i'm going to stick with another running back it, it's not going to be cheap but if you want to ever acquire this player this is going to be your chance to do it and that's I guess. williams okay <laughs> that's not who i was going to guess <laughs> this is this is it like <clears throat> at this point if melvin leaves price goes up higher like if they get a better situation they get a better uh coach whatever price goes up higher like he, you know, week one, week two balls out prices. You're, you're not getting him. Like, so if you ever want him and you want to try to get him, this is your opportunity. It's right. not going to be easy, but I mean, I'm a guy who <laughs> loves Javante Williams. Like I might throw an offer out there just to see, I know Bradley won't trade him to me, but I've tried. I was going to say what kind of offer <laughs> I, would, I have tried it. I've tried to see if the price is right or price is wrong. <laughs> I, I had Javante written down as well. So in our in the league that we're all in, would you do two first and a second for Javante? No. What you would take Javante in that? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 so expensive. So uh, for that, uh, man, I it see with the, to Becker's <laughs> point, like that's it's only going to get more expensive after that. What do you think, Brady? I would do I would do a a twenty two and a twenty three first. For Javante, like I would take the picks. Wow. With the, with that second round, so a, a twenty two first and a twenty two second and a twenty three first. Yeah. For Javante, I am probably on the Javante side of that. I I think he's going to be a top ten dynasty back for four years or so, five years. Yeah, I yeah. think I'd take Williams. All right, boys, let's talk about cells. This is, this is where it's going to get a little spicy. Can I, can I, I do one more buy quick? Make sure it's quick. <laughs> <laughs> T. Higgins. I think T. Higgins is an absolute yeah. buy. Oh, for sure. I, I think he had a he had a phenomenal year. And it, it was a low-key year because of Jamar Chase. Um, T. Higgins went over uh, 1,000 receiving yards. Um, and how many games did he miss? He missed two games. And and I even think that Minnesota game in the week one where he got, I mean, he like was puking on the sidelines from dehydration. Um, he, he killed the Vikings in the first half. So um, I would try and get T Higgins. I don't know why, but I thought you were going to say Kyle Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> I am trying my, to get my list. Holy cow. <laughs> million percent he's on my list. I was going to say it, but I pivoted quick. Oh, there's after, I... after Bradley said quick, I, I said, let's okay, let's oh, go man. somewhere else. Yeah, I guess we can move on, but holy cow, I'm trying to buy him right now, and he is way too expensive. Can, can I start with the heat on Dynasty Cells? Yep. Yes. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Okay, Ooh. he was on my buy, so <laughs> I ain't selling that. Why would you sell that? Because it ain't getting any higher than this right now. Yes, it will. I, they, have, they had a plan for him the last five games, and that's not going away because it seemed to work. Yeah, well, guess what? When they win four games in the first – eight weeks or whatever, if they're four and four, they ain't running trickery plays like Dang. they did this week. So I, I, the trickery I didn't I help him. What do you think you could get for Amon Ross St. Brown? A lot. Like, in context. I, See, um, I don't know. Could you really though? Cause I think you're going to find a lot of managers that like, aren't, they aren't oh, sold man. yet. Like got to see it before they give you like this what? big deal. So put it in context. So like a first and a second for Amon Ross St. Brown. No, I would do Amon Ra. Amon Ra? Yeah. A first and two seconds for Amon Ra. I would do like, okay, so I would do 
Josh was just gonna keep adding seconds until I, so I added one you guys, second. You all you all agree that Amon Ra has more dynasty value than Jerry Judy? Right now. God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. At this I would, point in time, I would yes. do yep. I would do um Judy in a first for Amon Ra. Like I would take Judy oh, yeah. in a first. A late yeah. first. Okay. How about Here's another one of my dynasty buys. Miles Sanders in a first for Amon Ross St. Brown. Give me Brown. I oh, would do heartbeat. I would do Miles Sanders in a first for Amon Ross. That, that's actually oh, no way. That's a I'm, good I, that's a good line. That's a good oh I'm hammering the I, I'm hammering the Amon Ross St. Brown side of that. For Miles me. Sanders is well he's 24 so, years old and he's gonna be he's one of my dynasty buys. For, what it's for for context, this is a, his PPR point total starting from week 13 to finish the year. Do have 24, PPR. Huh? I'm just saying I have P, the PPR pulled up right here. So uh, 24, 15, 23, 26, 35, 26. That's that screen sell to me. That's, that's what it's, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, obviously Devontae, he's not Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker had a pretty good second half of the season a couple of years ago. And a lot of keep in mind a lot of that volume for Amon Ra came without DeAndre Swift. They're drafting a wide receiver in the top two rounds. They're they're bringing in talent. I can guarantee that. They could even bring in Allen Robinson. Like, I mean, they're they're going to address the wide receiver position because you can't come into next year with Amon Ra, St. Brown, Josh Reynolds, and Quintez Cephas. Quintez Cephas, the goat. I'm thinking of the guy that had a good game today. Missing it. Oh, uh, Reynolds? Right. No, no. The guy who caught the Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond. That's you what I meant. Cover- it starts with an R. Dang yes. it. I'm telling you, they're going to address it. I would sell Amon Ra St. Brown. Uh, you're, I think you've convinced me. Um, I don't like the first in Miles Sanders, but if you can get something other than Sanders for equal value of that, I, I'd be all in. Debo Samuel. So I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Here, here's I why. Love that. He, Played played five or six games last year. <laughs> has a known history of injury. Plays a very physical. Wait wait, game. wait wait wait. So you're going to project somebody's injury, huh? That's what we're going to do now. A known history. <laughs> That's fair. Plays a very injury. physical game. Um, and with Trey Lance being their quarterback, I think it's going to be a more run centric. And I think I love it. I think you could pitch to uh, a fellow league mate that this is a top ten wide receiver. And get top ten wide receiver oh, value. Yeah. Oh, oh that's a very is. easy sell. Uh, top ten, I think. Man. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I have I have him in a in a in our dynasty league, and I I would look to sell him because I have Kittle and Trey Lance. I don't want a quarterback, yeah. wide receiver, and a tight end. I would oh, not yeah. sell him because like I don't think he's gonna be valuable. The only way <laughs> he's not valuable is if he gets hurt. In my opinion. Yep. The talent is unreal. It's out through the roof. You Three. guys think a better like. Because you guys think Trey Lance, obviously, maybe not right away, is a better quarterback situation, correct? Like, you would you would say that that would be an upgrade? Yep. Yes. Do you think a, a better quarterback situation helps Debo, hurts Debo, or stays the same? Helps. Stays the same. Man. Because I think their plan stays the same for him. It was yeah. encouraging that Debo's production stayed the same when Trey Lance played. He caught that deep touchdown. Like... <clears throat> I, yeah, I don't know. I there's they're gonna get him the ball if he's playing. I, I have no doubt in my mind about that. That's why I feel like it'd be hard to sell him. But depending on what you could get back, you could probably get a ton because it, it would just be hard to give up a guy who's. I mean, he threw a touchdown today. Like, T, Higg- T Higgins in a first or Debo Samuel. Debo. That's a really one. good one. I would keep Debo Higgins in a first. I don't think that moves the needle enough to give away a guy that was just wide receiver three. I think it would have to be a top two first round pick, like a first or a second overall (laughs) pick this year if I did that. Javante or Debo? In a Javante or Debo? Debo. I would probably go with Javante. I think I I would too. I think a Javante. You guys are sipping too much at the Javante. No, this is a very pro Javante podcast. Honestly, it's and and it's more so the running back position too. But yeah, that's tough. Oh my, that's a really good one. Give another sell. I'll I'll throw out another receiver. Um, mine's Mike Williams. Uh, I mean, I and I I have him in the league. I definitely would would try to sell him at this point. Like he's, I know he's still relatively young. 
um, still in the years of potentially his prime, but I just don't really see how it gets better than this for him. Um, and you might, I mean, he still finished PPR wide receiver 17 standard 12. So like had a good year overall. If you just, if you can find a, a manager that's just looking at the overall numbers and Justin Herbert, like he's still tied to that quarterback. Um, so I think you can still get pretty good value for him, but I just don't, I just don't see a scenario where it gets better than what you saw this year. Yeah. I, I agree I with that, that statement about being better than was this year. I agree with that. Boy, he was on fire to start the year. Holy Insane. buckets. Yep. So let's put it to the test then for Mike Williams for a first round pick. Would you take what? First, like a middle? If a it's a first round first. pick. Yeah. I would take a first. Especially since pick. you don't know where he's going to be next year. A high second round pick or Mike Williams? Mike, Mike Williams. It's got to be middle. When you, when you get into that second round, you're really, honestly, it's dart throws. Like you're hoping that it's a, hey, this guy plays for a team that passes a lot. Somebody might get hurt and he might get elevated into a role. Like it's, there's not established first round talent usually in the mid to late second round. I mean, for example, you can strike lightning in a bottle. Like Amon Ross St. Brown was like an early second round pick. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then it, it, you could go way off the rails and get like Rondell Moore, who didn't do anything this year. I'm not hating on Rondell Moore, but I'm just saying like that could be a guy that you pick up and just doesn't do anything for you. Or I'm pretty sure Brady, I'm pretty sure now I have him now because our trade, but I think you drafted Deami Brown that late. Yes. Second. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, that's who? Not good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Bad. No, well, I, yeah. That's another that's another team I could see Garoppolo going to the Washington football team mm-hmm. to maybe help them and their pass yep. catchers. Yep. I have one more dynasty cell that I kind of want to throw at you guys. It, it hurts me. It's it's Delvin Cook. That I had him written down too. I will never write his name down in a cell. The only reason I say that is is because I think he's going to be fantastic next year. He might be fantastic the year after. But if you get on that other side where like I would even like throw somebody like Derrick Henry in there, like if you get on that other side, they're worth nothing. Like they, they you don't, they aren't worth anything. Well, at least, My we, got boy! A, at least we got a two V two for the argument. Now, Jeremy, no, that's, that, that's oh, yes, Brady. <laughs> Welcome Pito. So like, for example, if I have a team like Josh is in our dynasty league, who is his rebuilding. I would trade away Dalvin Cook 100%. Could you get by the time you're competitive, it's it's too late. Yeah. What could you get for him though? In a half point. Uh, Josh, you just take note. Like... Brady said you were, your team is not going to be competitive <laughs> for the next three years. Just, he he has said that because he owns my first round pick for the next next year so he's trying to speak it into existence it's not like gonna would, happen like would you do antonio gibson in a first for dalvin cook no i'd much rather have antonio gibson in a first hmm. i'd take dalvin i i mean if you're a competitor i would take dalvin yeah, yeah i would too <laughs> i don't know that okay anybody have any more dynasty cells that they yep. want to throw up to the table uh, in a similar vein and like the same basically thought process, I'm just going to throw these names out quick. Devontae Adams and Travis Kelsey. I think you could. What? <laughs> there are just, I, love, there are... I love Travis Kelsey, but the Devontae Adams one threw me for a loop. <laughs> I, I had Kelsey and I can concur with that one. I, there's definitely arguments to be made. Adams, no it's the, shot. Sa- it's the same. We, we don't know where, if they're gonna, he's going to follow, um, you know, where his quarterback is going to be next year. He's just going to be like, just gonna be reaching the tip of the mountain here soon and we saw what happened with uh, sorry bradley like new Hopkins and julio oh, jones yep, 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 yep we saw what happened we, did. we also we saw, saw what happened when you tried we... to predict where that mountain was derrick henry <laughs> yeah fair. So, we will not stand for that new, deandre hopkins new, new hopkins catching strays <laughs> we better not hear his name in oh the next segment. boy <laughs> So I'm just okay. saying I want to just get ahead. Here's of it. a here's a list of players that I have. If you guys have an issue with one of them, just say it. If not, we'll move to somebody else. Just by the way, I think three of us had an issue with Devontae Adams. We did. Yep. No, we okay. did. Yep, we did. Okay, perfect. Here, here's the list I have on selling. Cam Akers, Joe Mixon, Najee. Oh, Cam Akers? Selling all three of those? Yes. Whoa. I have a problem with person? all three. Who was the second one? 
Joe Mixon and Najee Harris. Here, here's. Can, can, can I'll, I'll, I I'm in for Joe Mixon. I'm can I speak? Can I speak about Najee because I'm a Najee fan. I appreciate him. I have him in a dynasty league. That's why that probably not going to trade him. I'm scared with Big Ben leaving. Just like I'm scared about Deontay Johnson, targets might go down. Najee uh, had 19 targets in one game. Yeah, that was that was that was crazy. I don't. Yeah, but his offensive line could get better. His You're yards right. after contact were insane. I God. think if they get if their yeah. team is better, that could help his efficiency. Like I said, I said, I, I'm not going to, but I'm I'm telling you, you could get an absolute haul because he is probably valued as a top three dynasty running back. I, I would throw I like Joe Mixon's as a sell. I like of the three, I like him the most as a sell. It's just like his Cam offense Akers is gonna be I just don't I know what Cam value Akers. you'd get for Cam Akers right now. You're right. Back. I think him coming back helps owners say, hey, he's going to be ready for for, spring, I, for, for yeah. camp and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Me, I think Sony Michelle looks really, really he good. He looks fantastic. Brady oh, is the Cam Akers owner. He's going to poo-poo here. on that all day. <laughs> get out of here. Did you guys see how Cam Akers looked last year before he got hurt? Last year at the end of the year? He was insane. Yeah, he was there starting he running back. just about a little bit less than what Sony Michelle looks like right now. Look at the starting running Sony backs. Looks- for Daryl's still there. Daryl can go. Daryl's gone. <laughs> Cam Akers is in my dynasty buy category for what it's worth. Agree to disagree. I, t- I take it you guys disagree on that one. <laughs> yes. I had James Conner as well. As a sell? Fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Oh, I don't know if you can get much for him, but he there's there's no way that I I, I don't think there's a way he tops what he did this year. Oh heck no. No, I don't think so. but I bet he's coming back to Arizona because they love him there. He's going oh, yeah. to be productive. Yeah. Goal line work. Yeah. Okay. Let's any more sales before we move on. Really, really quick. What could, if you, so you wanted to sell Kelsey, would you go? Pitts in a fifth round pick. Boy. Pitts, in, wait, Pitts in what? <laughs> I said Pitts in a fifth. <laughs> throw the bone (laughs) just little sprinkles (laughs) give me Kelsey honestly though would you do pits for Kelsey straight up I would take pits I would take take Kelsey I would take pits insane I don't think that's that close for me I've been trying to how is that not close I've been trying to mortgage my I'm smoking you better you better get off Kyle Pitts' train right no. I'm not going. I'm for future, not this year. For next year and years to come, I'm on. You don't get to do that. No. Nope. What do you mean? I, I don't get to change. It's not even changing my opinion. It's changing the time. That frame is of, changing your opinion. Okay. I was always out on if, this. If year. Pitts is tight end one for Josh in this future outlook, I am off the Pitts train. For Josh, <laughs> maybe. Josh, please tell these two if you haven't already, and the listeners, what you offered for Pitts. And, and for keep in mind, Josh could have drafted him last year but okay context i drafted jamar chase instead i would take kyle pitts over jamar chase in dynasty i would not i would absolutely not i would okay so i messaged a dude in our league i will trade you the 101 the 105 the 201 yes picking 101 dawson nux and lavisca chenault for pitts and he said no I would say no. Honestly, though, like LaVisca Chenault is like. You picked him up in free agency. I did. <laughs> I did. So don't act like that's throwing in a lot. I did. I he could didn't be say cut it was from throwing that in team next year. Didn't say it was throwing Wasn't that two first round picks, though? Didn't you say 101? 101 and 105, 201. And this is a 10 team league. So 201 is 11. basically first round pick. And then Dalton Schultz and Tosca. In any league, 201 is basically first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know i thought that was i thought that was paying through the nose and i thought i was going to get him at that price but turns out not so much becker what he side of that, he wanted him. what really quick becker what side of that would you have i don't know i mean i feel like i guess this year it because it's a super flex league for more context but i guess this year you're probably not feeling amazing about your quarterback options so nope. maybe you just Stick with Pitts. I don't know. Oh, oh, you mean the he, he traded away Joe Burrow, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, anyways, 
So our starts of the week for week 18, um, I'm just going to go through it really quick because there was a lot of misses. Um, Bradley had two hits, Dak Prescott and Zach Ertz. Don't even say mine. Just... I'm not going to. You missed all of them. <laughs> uh, good news. Brady picked all really good players, and the curse lives on because Jonathan <laughs> Taylor against Jacksonville, they didn't make the playoffs. So Dude, curse the whole team. Anyways, and then I, I have two players that are currently playing right now that will probably be misses, and if they miss the playoffs, <laughs> I'm through. <laughs> and then uh, Josh, his quarterback hit and his running back hit. Um, and I'm the both team, and you guys dragged me for that for what it's worth. <laughs> you thought it was funny that you picked the quarterback and the running back. So – Bradley had two. Josh had two. Uh, Brady and Jeremy probably had zero. Um, and Josh wins our starts of the week, which just tells the validity of everything. So um, with that, going to, we are going to take a break. We'll come back and do 2022 preview on positions. Hi, guys. This is Jeremy Becker from the 4th and a Mile podcast. Just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on Twitter at 4th and a Mile pod. That's 4th and a mile pod. Thanks, guys. And now back to the sports. We are back into the 4th and a mile podcast. We are going to do 2022 top five. It's our way too early top five at each position. Uh, We'll call it half point PPR. I mean, this is extremely early. um, And then we're going to give a little sleeper for each position as well. Let's start with quarterbacks. Who wants to start us off with their top five? I'm guessing we have similar top fives. Yeah, I'll start with mine. Um, so um, my number one for next year going to be Pat Mahomes, two, Josh Allen, three, Lamar Jackson, four, Kyler Murray, and five, Dak Prescott. Oh, I have a different person in mine. And then I my two, I have two different people in there. My yeah, sleeper is Jalen Hurts. He was my sleeper as well. I went Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, and I went Justin Herbert, three, Lamar Jackson, four, Deshaun Watson, five. Who do you think has Deshaun Watson in our dynasty league? Uh, <laughs> the kids cannot getting over it. <laughs> Deshaun's playing next year. There's no way he's not playing next that. year. And sleepers, Joe Burrow. I like okay. Joe Burrow. I, I do like that one. So uh, my QB one is Josh Allen. Two is Patrick Mahomes. Three, Justin Herbert. Four, Lamar Jackson. And five, Kyler Murray. Is that the first one to have Kyler Murray? No. No, I had Kyler four. Did did you guys both have Lamar too? Yeah, Yeah, I had Lamar three. So I have Josh Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Kyler, and Joe Burrow. Oh. Oh. He ain't sleeping. He ain't sleeping. (laughs) That's disrespectful Um, to Deshaun Watson, guys, just so you guys know. (laughs) We have to know his team first. Oh no, gosh, it doesn't matter. He's, who's a top five quarterback for the Houston Texans? Give it a rest. Oh my. Um, my sleeper me... hurts for what it's worth. Okay, sorry. Um, it surprised me that uh, Josh and Bradley have Mahomes at one. Yeah, the rushing upside for Josh Allen, like not even just yardage, but just in the goal line, is pretty huge. Um, I would imagine that they try to address the running back position and then. And that those running or those quarterback sneaks or those rushes at the goal line are going to go down a little bit. Um, but just, yeah, I, I could easily I don't know. Be just because otherwise, just because Josh Allen's been the leading fantasy score the last two years. Oh yeah, so that's... Done it three times. <laughs> okay, sounds good, Derek Henry. <laughs> 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 Let's move to running backs. <laughs> Bradley, start us off with your top five running backs. So I went one is JT. Two is Christian McCaffrey, three Derrick Henry, four Alvin Kamara, five Delvin Cook with the sleeper of Javante Williams. Josh's got Javante at five, probably. <laughs> For sure. No, Jeremy <laughs> does. They both do. Hey, can we clarify just <laughs> For me and for the listeners, when you when we're saying sleepers, you get are you guys considering just kind of guys to pay attention to, or guys that you could see finishing in the top five? Guys that you finish see finishing in the top five. Yep, I agree with that. So for my running backs, I had Jonathan Taylor one, Christian McCaffrey two. This is going to be super similar. Uh, Alvin Kamara three, Dalvin Cook four, and then DeAndre Swift five. 
I like Swift in the top. <laughs> and then <laughs> this, is, and this is kind of a joke, but De- Derek Henry with the uh, sleeper. <laughs> you didn't have him in your top five? I did not, no. Repeat oh, yours one more time. Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, and DeAndre Swift. Hmm. Okay. Jeremy, wrong. who are your top five? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong. I love that. So my top five is JT, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Delvin, and Austin Eckler. Thank you. That's a my like, guy. Like me, <laughs> Austin Eckler. And my sleeper, Antonio Gibson. Oh. I like that a lot. Okay. Okay. Fantastic today. Yeah. Um, so my running backs, I had JT one, Derrick Henry two, like Jeremy. Um, I had Delvin Cook three. Austin Eckler four, and I hated having him in my top five, but Christian McCaffrey was my fifth running back. And my sleeper is none other than Cam Akers. I think he can oh, my as Atlanta. a top five running back okay. next year. Okay, you can't. Let's go. I'm you back can't, with him. You can't go. use the Deshaun Watson thing to Bradley because he owns him in, in, in Dynasty. Because that's the exact right same thing. You have Cam Akers no, in Dynasty. Not. It's the exact same thing. Somebody told him that's not the same exact thing. I mean, it's, it's not, not the same Cam thing. Akers. <laughs> It's not it's even close. It's not the same thing. Because Deshaun's going through the court system right now, and <laughs> uh, Cam Akers is going through uh, Achilles re- recovery. Wanted to roast Brady. That's all. Not going to happen. <laughs> you can roast him Cam for Akers. a terrible take. Yeah, there's, a, there's always that. Okay, so let's just set the precedent right now for the wide receivers. If you have DeAndre Hopkins in this top five, hop off the pod. <laughs> Number one, I have none other than Josh's selling of Devontae Adams. Uh, two is Cooper Cup. Three is Justin Jefferson. Four is Stefan Diggs. Five, Tyreek Hill with a sleeper of Jalen Waddle. Ooh, I like that a lot. His, his touchdown celebration is fantastic. <laughs> Let's just call oh, yeah. it how it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The penguin waddle is great. All right. Well, my believe it or not, I do have Devontae one. I just think long term <laughs> after next year, <laughs> not going to do it. Uh, Cooper Cup two, Tyreek three, Justin Jefferson four, Jamar Chase five. With the sleeper right. of CD. There, there he is. is. You have Jamar Chase in there because you have him for your dynasty league. I mean, he dang near finished there this year. So not much of a Josh, where was Devonta Adams? Uh, one. Sell. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying long-term. I want to get ahead of it. I had Devonte, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, and Jamar Chase. I, guys, I don't like Jamar Chase in the top five. I don't like I'm going to be honest with you. I don't I know. Either, I don't know if he, I don't know if he does better than what he did this year. I agree. I agree. Yeah. With that. I think he could be more consistent, but he's very, very boomer bust, like over yeah. stretches. But uh, those booms were, yeah, booming. Fantasy holiday made it. Yeah. Uh, oh, wolf! Don't say that. <laughs> don't wait. Say wait, that. what? Yeah, Becker, Let's have a conversation about that. Your boy Kenny G. Hey, your top five sleeper. What happened? Zero <laughs> touchdowns this year. Oh no! I'm just gonna blame Jake Fromm and Mike Glennon. Who would you rather? Who that? would you rather buy? Quarterback sneak third nine. Who would you rather what buy? What is dynasty? that? Can we talk about that for like yes, two seconds? Yes, 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 yes. What was that? That might be one of the most <laughs> embarrassing things I've ever seen. I'm like bad. the four. <laughs> to be honest with you, that might be a fireable offense. Uh, he That's might winning. lose his job. Yes. Now. Yes. It went from Sunday morning, probably going to be there. Sunday afternoon, most likely gone. Wait, what was it? Third, <laughs> yeah. It was third and nine. Third and nine. Third and nine. I'm like, the you can't five. operate your normal playbook. Like, what it, are we and doing? And I'm not saying, but like, okay, maybe if they have like a weak interior, you can maybe like make an argument. Yeah, you're running right at Vita Vea. <laughs> like, one of the best interior defensive linemen. He in just football. got paid too. Yeah. Uh, my top five, I have the dynasty cell of Devontae Adams. I have Justin Jefferson <laughs> at two. I have Cooper Cup at three. I have Stefan Diggs at four. 
And my number five receiver is Debo Samuel. I, and then my sleeper is T Higgins. I think there's a chance he, he gets up there. I, I'm, I'm totally impressed with his production. And I tell you what, Jamar Chase is going to get doubled a lot next Wait, year. Wait, so you're saying that you have, I'm, I'm, can you, did you have, did you have Jamar Chase in your top five? No. So you have T Higgins higher than Jamar Chase. He's a sleeper. I'm saying the guy oh, that can get in the top five. Fair enough. But... <laughs> fair enough. Hey, can I change my number five back to Debo? I got talked out of Chase. You guys talked me out of it. No, yeah, you can. You can. Yep. Can't. Bradley, Welcome. No. <laughs> Welcome. Let's talk tight ends, please. <laughs> Who's starting us? If Pitts is in the top two, hop off this. Brady, podcast. Brady start. Brady has to start. I, I feel like it's only fitting. Yeah. Okay, I'll start. My tight end one is Mark Andrews. My tight end two is Kyle Pitts. <laughs> my tight end three is Travis Kelsey. Four is George Kittle and five is Darren Waller with the sleeper of Dalton Schultz. Really? I'm done. Why? I, I don't know. Okay, Kyle sure, Pitts. Kelsey's... Give me give me give me like 30 seconds. So Kyle Pitts, if you look at like he was third in receiving for uh tight ends. If you took the top 10 of those tight ends in receiving, the average touchdowns in the season was five. So let's say Kyle Pitts had five touchdowns this year. So that's four more touchdowns than what he had for his one touchdown. He is the tight end three this year. I am telling you, I think the production is the same where he is over a thousand yard receiver with, and I'm, I'm being generous with only giving five touchdowns. I think that could be six, seven, eight, or nine touchdowns. That could be in the same ballpark as Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey. If that's the case, he's tight end two, maybe even tight end one. Sure. Yep. Good morning, 30 seconds. Jeremy, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My rankings are as follows. Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Ouch. Kyle Pitts, Ouch. and Aaron Waller. Boy, I am really boring. I'm very similar. Mark Andrews, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Kyle Pitts, Darren Waller. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Mark Andrews. Darren Waller. Oh, geez, of course. And I, I really wanted to put Dalton Schultz at five, but I went with Kyle Pitts. Uh, my sleeper is Pratt, Pat Fryer. <laughs> Pratt, Patty F. Patty F. Patty F, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> the GOAT. I think, do you guys think Dalton Schultz returns to Dallas? No. He's a free I think agent. they can afford him. I don't think they can afford For him. For me, that, that, might, that might decrease his value then. Oh, it's almost certainly going to decrease his value. Is that Dallas it, offense though? I just, I just want a piece of the pie. <laughs> of the pie. He just wants a piece of the pie. <laughs> Dalton Schultz is a piece of that pie. If that pie is no longer in Dallas, it's I fantastic. don't know if I want it. Yeah, I just want a piece of the pie. <laughs> okay, I mean, like pie. <laughs> uh, uh, basically, only apple. Other than, other than that, get out of my face. Anyways, um, our one's got to go. We are making our way through um, draft cycles. We are going to the running back position. A little bit down this year, the running back position is. So these are the what I believe the top four. You can make a case um, for another player in this um, range of running backs. But we have Kenneth Walker, the running back from Michigan, Brees Hall from Iowa State, um, Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M, and Kyron Williams from Notre Dame. Jeremy, you are our resident running back guru for the NFL draft. Let's start with you. Mm. What I'll say before Jeremy gives his answer is there's not a, a clear cut. Well, Reese Hall is probably the clear cut number one player. Um, there's a lot of great mid round running backs that are going to explode onto the scene. You will not see one of these guys drafted in the first round. Should no. not. Don't say that. <laughs> Should not. I, yeah, I don't think you will. I, you'll have, I, like, to Bradley's point, these guys will be contributors and I think they'll fit, you know, specific specific spots and they're all they're talented and they're all right but they're not you don't have you know some of these guys like you've seen like a, a jt or something like that in recent years um the guy who i would probably go for now um is kyron williams that's probably who's got to go for me at this point that is who is also on my list i think he had a, a down year for what he was kind of projected he was more of in the receiving aspect in Notre Dame than he was as ball carrier but i have him in my devy league so i hope it's not the case 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I also had yeah. Kyron Williams. Yeah, Kyron Williams for me too. Um, I would actually – I don't know if I would put Brees Hall at number one. Who would you put, Kenneth Walker? I think I'd have Walker right now. <sighs> I don't know. Close though. It's, it's Bruce. I, I just – I think the running back class is so – so down this year. I, I'm not saying these guys are bad players, but I just don't. Yeah, think that's exactly what you're saying. For, no, How I'm is saying, that not I'm what you're saying, saying? I'm saying from a fantasy perspective, like last year, you knew Najee Harris, wherever he went, he was going to play three downs. Javante Williams, you know, he's going to be an eventual three down back. Like Travis, it's, it's going to be home all, run player. Be like all these guys are him. just like, yeah. like if Buffalo drafts Isaiah Spiller, I think he's number one. Like if Buffalo drafts Brees Hall, I think he's number one. Like it's going to depend on on draft position and who drafts you like a team or Miami, Miami needs a running back. This, really that was too. the next team that came yeah, to mind. Like a running back needed team. But now if somebody goes to San Francisco, <laughs> heck no, I don't want them. Yeah. Hey, so if I, if Isaiah Spiller gets drafted by the dolphins, does he become Isaiah Spillers? <laughs> that was actually that was great that was great I, I didn't know like but that becomes a problem if like kyron williams gets drafted then we like i don't williams know what to do with that williams <laughs> just becomes a capital z but tell the joke you can tell the joke so our listeners know Gasket. oh <laughs> okay so bradley um <laughs> Um, not everyone's no not everyone's no it was just miles gaskin he did bradley, for someone else too bradley donovan would always fantastic i hope that everybody's Spiller gets dragged to the dolphins because he is isaiah's spillers <laughs> isaiah's spillers yes i'm absolutely for that all right well that wraps up this episode of fourth and mile thank you so much for joining us go deep and we'll see you